Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts, a live bi-weekly show to help you know what to do and what's new in digital marketing for 2021 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading experts. everybody and welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Entrepreneurs Ask the Experts. I'm Marissa Morgan, your show host, and I'm also the Business Development Manager at Engage. If you're just joining us, if this is your first live or replayed Engage Digital Marketing Intelligence show, I want to introduce you to our brand Engage. What we are is a cloud-based software platform that gives you the tools you need to grow and to scale your business in 2021 and beyond. And most importantly, if you can't tell from our name, Engage, which is spelled cleverly, N-G-A-G-G-E, sounds like engaging, engage with your customers, spelled differently. But if you can't tell from our name, we are all about engaging with your customers where they are. And we all know that in today's day and age, Our customers are all over the place, but when we do the research and we figure out where they are, then we can engage with our target demographic where they are, right? Whether that is on Instagram or Facebook, whether it is primarily on your website. And our platform gives you the tools you need to not only engage with your customers, but our tools are free forever. And our tools also help you to optimize your customer experience. If you'd like to know more about our platform, you can check it out after today's show. It's N-G-A-G-G-E dot com. Check it out after today's show. And of course, if you'd ever like a free demo of our platform, you can contact myself, Marissa, at marissa.m at engage.com. And I can walk you through our platform and show you all of our incredible tools. We also just launched a new program recently called Engage Live. If you're someone who's interested in perhaps starting your own podcast or starting your own live stream, but you're not sure where to start or how to do it, we can help you and walk you through exactly how to do that, or we can do it for you. So check out our new program at engagelive.com. Okay, welcome to today's show. Without further ado, I want to dive into today's topic and I want to introduce you to today's special guest. Our special guest is a CRO expert and today is show four of our four-part series with him. And today we're talking about landing page optimization. That is part four of four, and our four-part series is really all about how to increase your conversions by more than 200%. And the last part of that is landing page optimization. I'll introduce you to our guest in just a moment, but I'm excited because today we're going to be featuring two different company pages, and our guest will be performing a live landing page optimization for us to really understand and put together everything that we've talked about in this four-part series. Okay, without further ado, I want to bring him on board. His name is Colin Lepiscopo, and he's joining us from sunny San Diego, where he had to do a little uh, leapfrogging and moving and shucking this week because of some crazy stuff happening. 
uh, where he lives and some internet outages. So we're really excited that he was able to make it for today's show. And I want to thank you so much, Colin, for joining us. If you don't know who Colin is, you need to, because Colin is not only the director of campaign strategy for the Global Leadership Network and has eight years of experience in marketing live events, TV productions, Broadway musicals, best-selling books, and online products, but he is also the founder of Meta, which is a CRO agency that helps businesses grow and helps businesses understand and improve their conversion rates through CRO, conversion rate optimization. Colin is also a jujitsu blue belt who trains in San Diego. And I want to invite you to join our conversation today. If you have any questions for the last part of this four-part series or comments for Colin, you can drop those down below in the comment section. Okay, Colin, without further ado, this is the grand finale and I promised fireworks. Yes, but hey, I'm ask. having an internet issue on my end too, Colin. Oh, Can't make that happen today. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really unfortunate. Um, no worries. Yeah, I, I probably have a better background here because I'm at my mother-in-law's house and she's got a she's got a, a good setup here. So yeah, I'm on my remote setup. So hopefully everything everything seems to be working and and we're ready to go. So. You know, well, listen, I'm ready for you, are, you know about you know about Broadway musicals. You've helped market them. You know that the show must go on. Oh, yeah. I've got a lot of theater and TV hosting, live TV background as well. So the show must go on. We're going to make this work. And I'm excited. So if you're watching live right now on LinkedIn, make sure you drop us a comment in the comment section. Let us know where you're joining us from. Um, I'm broadcasting live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And again, as I mentioned, Colin is live right now from sunny San Diego. So welcome again to the show, Colin. And thank you so much for offering up uh, a four-part series with us and sharing with us all about how we can use um, CRO to increase our conversion rates. For for our audience who is, who is just tuning in, maybe for the first time and they've not watched the replay of our past shows, let's give them an overview of what show one, show two, and show three discussed, because those three shows really set us up for today's show. Uh, yeah, yeah, finale. yeah. I agree. I would definitely go check out the prior um, the prior parts to this series if, you, if you're, especially if you uh, are watching live today or you come across this video and you're like, "Hey, this is I really like this. This is good stuff." You'll get a lot of context that will help today's session. Um, Kind of just just you'll get more more out of it um mm -hmm. because you'll have a little bit more context as to kind of like what changes to make and um the ideas and kind of frameworks behind those changes um instead of just kind of like making a change you're like okay well i'm not quite sure what that's gonna do but because we're gonna get a little bit more into like tactics today so and to, to, to kind of just give you a quick overview like we talked about what cro is that's conversion rate optimization and to put it really briefly, you know, it's, it's increasing the number of conversions. It's increasing that percentage conversion, that, that metric on your page. Um, it's like, how do you go about doing that? Right. So that's, that's what conversion rate optimization is. And we talked a little bit about mindset, about how most people, their default mode is a, is a company kind of, kind of mindset rather than the customer mindset and kind of thinking about their customer, their customer's experience and how their customer interacts with their brand and their, their product and services. And in session two, we talked about uh, the relationship between value and cost and how that's constantly something that that consumers are uh, they're running that equation in their mind with every single interaction with the brand that they have. And really throughout your, your day, you're thinking about, like, 
do I want to drive to the store? Like, is it worth it? Do I really need that milk? You know, this is just, just part of our behavior and part of our decision-making process. It's all value costs. And then we talked about the importance of a value proposition, which is ultimately it's, it's that it answers the question. It's the response to why do I need this product or why do I need this service or why do I want to work with this brand and, and, uh, and how we answer that. Uh, and then on the, uh, in the third session, we talked about the thought sequence of the prospect or the customer, the potential customer that might be hitting your page. What are they thinking? What are the questions in their mind? And then how does the flow of your sales page or landing page um, answer those questions and answer them at the right time and in the right order that will ultimately lead to that conversion? And then today we're going to we're going to get into like, OK, got it. I, I, I'm getting that stuff. I'm gelling with it. How do I optimize my page? What, what changes can I actually make? How do I approach it? And that's what we're going to get into today. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to kind of see you in action because we've talked a lot about what to do. You've given everybody actionable takeaways at the end of every show. And now we're going to do a landing page optimization live on today's show. But before we do that, let's give everybody an idea of how we're going to work through today's talk. So we're talking about how to increase conversions by more than 200% right? And today we're talking landing page optimization. So we're going to talk about what that is with Colin, and then he's going to walk us through a live optimization. And then obviously he's going to leave us with this actionable takeaway, which is how to optimize your landing pages using what you've learned. And then most importantly, Colin, and you've stressed this every single time we've had a show, then it's all about testing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. This is, this is how we figure out if our uh, if our, our our conclusions are correct, if our if our hypothesis is correct, it, it must be tested. So you're you're kind of becoming a scientist in the the internet laboratory a little bit. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, a comment from the viewer audience. Jamie says she's here. She can't wait. Awesome. Uh, by the way, we did pick two different companies whose websites we're going to look at. Colin, are we going to be okay to do both of them? Will we have time? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, super. I, I, I believe so. We'll just we'll kind of. Just let me know. We'll kind of leave some time for that. And Great. Um, Great. Well, Jamie, congratulations. Your company was chosen, <laughs> My Starry Chart. And then we have another company named Voter or Vote Frenzy. Um, Frank Ramirez was our second winner. So those are the two websites Colin will do a live optimization on in just a little bit. So don't go anywhere. And let's just kick off the show with a little bit of information and understanding and background for myself and our audience, Colin, about... Yeah what landing page optimization is and what it does. Yeah. So um, basically it's any landing, like, so what is a landing page, right? Let's just start with mm -hmm. that because I think mm -hmm. that's, that's the basics, but we all know, should know what that is. And this is any page on our site that we're um, directing people to where they're going to land. That's why it's called a landing page, right? So this means mm -hmm. if you have some PPC ads, that means like Facebook and Google ads, if you have some, some, um, calls to action in your emails, um, anywhere where they're going to land on a specific page on your site that isn't necessarily like your homepage. So we're going to be looking at, at some homepages later and do some optimization there. And we can certainly, you know, poke around, we'll kind of poke around a little bit on those sites. But um, this is a specific page that you've sent them to. And it, it typically has like an action that you want them to take, right? Like you've, you've got a promotion in an email. Hey, we've got a, a special a Halloween special this month. And they're sending you to a page that has, hopefully, sometimes it doesn't, but hopefully they're sending you to this page that is um, a directly a result of clicking on that link in that email. And it's a special promotion for that Halloween special or whatever. 
So that's what we're talking about with the landing page. Typically it's like a product page or maybe it's a product category page that could be a landing page. So it could be any of these pages, you know, it could be an opt-in, any of these pages on your site where you're just like specifically directing traffic to, that's kind of what we're talking about. So um, you can obviously do an optimization on the whole site. You know, we'll, again, we'll be looking at home pages and you can optimize a home page. You can optimize pop-ups. I mean, everything can be optimized and most of these things can be tested. You know, if you're using um, something like Optin Monster or some of these other tools on your site for pop-ups, a lot of times they have built-in A-B testing. Uh, if you use TubeBuddy, you can A-B test thumbnails, you know, on, on your YouTube channel and, and copy and um, all these things. So, uh, uh, you know, even, even email platforms have a lot of uh, uh, built-in A-B testing. So split testing isn't anything new. Uh, it's just like you need to kind of like the frameworks and, and what to test and how to go about it. So, um, so anything can be optimized, but today we're going to specifically talk about landing pages. But a lot of these principles can be applied to other areas of your site and uh, other areas of your marketing as well. Colin, I want to ask you, when clients come to you looking for your help and you, you know, maybe do this initial sit down and you open up, let's just say their, their initial web page. So it is truly the landing page for their company. Are there a couple things that you tend to notice right away that um, you find need immediate attention, basically? Are there some big blunders that a lot of your clients do off the bat or misconceptions, right, that they come to you with? Yeah, sure. Good question. So um, a, a lot of times people will have specific problems, you know, and if they're if they have a marketing background, they'll, they'll kind of know like, hey, uh, we know this is working. We know this is working, but we're having a problem here. So they kind of like usually will know what their problem is. And there's some people that they're like, hey, I just don't know what my problem is. Like I'm able to get traffic, but it's not converting. That's mm -hmm. usually the big the big problem that, that a lot of people have. And, and that's when they go, okay, I, I know I need CRO or I've been told it's a CRO problem. Um, so, and there could be other, th other problems there too. It could be a, a product mismatch or something else, but that's more of a business, a business issue. But when you, when you look at a site generally, um, that that's why we did kind of a whole session on value proposition, because that's usually one of the key things that's missing. So that's a, um, a, I would say substance problem. And, and we mm -hmm. can kind of talk about the, the, the two main things for landing page optimization, which is form and substance. So a lot of times it's a substance problem and there's, there's missing um, language there that's gonna communicate value and help potential prospects draw a conclusion, right? So um, if, you, if you have them on your homepage, you wanna think about like, what do they need to know and what do you want them to do? That's those are the questions you can ask yourself. Um, and if you're like, hey, I want them to know that they've reached a um, website where they can buy some Halloween products that are only going to be around for 15 more days, right? So that needs to be clear if that's what the site is all about, you know. And then what what can they do? Like, oh, you can you can check out the categories of products here or whatever it is, but a lot of times that's missing. And, and then ultimately the reason why they should take whatever action you want them to take is, is missing as well, which is that's the value proposition. It's that ultimate answer to like, why am I buying these Halloween products for you rather than there's Halloween products everywhere. You know, you can see these, these pop-ups all over the place. Um, if you think about that, like as if that's kind of the thing, it's like, well, why am I going to Party City 
or Target or the special like spirit shop that pops up, you know, rather than these other places, you know, like I could come up with a good value proposition for, for spirit because it's all about Halloween and there's more variety, right? I know like I can go there and there's going to be way more Halloween stuff. I walked into Target the other, uh, like maybe a few days ago and uh, I'm probably a little late, right? We're two weeks out and it was cleaned out. Like there was mm -hmm. just nothing in there. Like the shelves were empty. So, and I know there's like supply chain issues still going on from the pandemic, but, um, but, but I bet you spirit is, is chock full of Halloween stuff. They probably have stuff from last year, but that's okay. So um, it's really just, that differentiation, that exclusivity, like a lot of times that's missing. Um, you know, sometimes people will get the what right, like, hey, here's who we are, here's what we do, but that that reason why people should uh, keep digging or, or, or work with your company is missing. It's that reason why. So value proposition is obviously a big part of, um, obviously not only your branding, but ultimately, those conversions because if it's not clear on your website if it's not clear on your landing page as we learned and also if the cta isn't there i know that's something i remember from a, a previous show if you're not clear on what you want that visitor to do then that visitor may just be left to their own devices and say okay well that was a nice web page or yeah, yeah that company looks like they might offer me something but i'm not sure at this time you know uh, and then also one thing I remember too, Colin, that you, you brought up was this idea that we have to make sure that what we're offering is easy for the visitor or your lead to actually find that the, you know, if you're offering a downloadable, you know, copy of their, of your book, that when they're taken to your website, that downloadable copy of their book is, is very accessible and they're not left really searching through a landing page for what they're looking for. Oh yeah, for. right. It, yeah. yeah, and that's kind of the correlation between like, you know, we talked a little bit about orientation um, mm -hmm. and, and that can go into this as well. Um, but yeah, if you're, if, you're setting, if, you're, if you're setting up an expectation for, hey, when you click this button, this is yeah. what you're gonna get on the other side, you definitely wanna make sure that's what they're gonna get on the other side and that that's the page that they're gonna go to. And, um, you know, we talked a little bit about like, when someone's in their in, let's just do email. When someone's in their inbox, and they click on an email, they it, it takes a couple seconds or it takes a second, but they're gonna land somewhere. They're gonna go somewhere. Um, and I just uh, I'll t I'll talk about a recent conversion I did because it's kind of interesting. But um, you need to be reoriented once you land there and make sure you're in the right place. Like I click this button, and it's supposed to take me to a page where I can download a free ebook. If you land somewhere where you're not sure where you are, like that's that's when you're now decreasing your conversions. If they're if they have to like look to figure that out, it doesn't clearly say like this is this is the page you wanted. You're in the right place. You know, it's that's kind of what we talked about with orientation. Now, give an example. Uh, and I, I again, I don't want to out anybody, but I'll just say who it was because you'll probably be surprised that how the lack of optimization. But it was the AMA. Okay, I recently. Uh, did a conversion with the AMA and I was texting, uh, you know, one of my mentors who, uh, who also went through it. And I said, boy, that checkout was something else. <laughs> and, um, and I said, it, it caused some anxiety for me, right? We talked about anxiety because mm -hmm. I went through this checkout and it was, it, it was sending me 
all it was sending me through like space warps i was like i felt like i went through a wormhole or something it was like it was loading and redirecting and i i went somewhere and i'm like okay it, like literally this is i was like am i in the right place am i still in the checkout this looks completely different and then i and then i would click to the next step i go through like another time warp and and you know it's like <laughs> like warp drive like you know in, yeah. in star wars or something yeah and uh and i'd land in another place i'm like am i am i still in the checkout i'm like okay there's this is looking a little familiar i can put in my information and then i'm like i'm not sure what i got here i i don't even know if they had a proper confirmation set up uh i think they kind of had something and um so i finished that process and then uh i did have some some issues actually getting in i had to have a friend help me get in so i don't something happened with the email there but Again, not to out the AMA, but there was a lot of anxiety. What is the there. AMA, Colin? I thought you were talking the, about the American Music Awards. Yeah, sorry, first. the American Marketing Association. Ah, <laughs> so I was this like, was the American, American Marketing Awards Association. Was a shopping site? Yeah, this is the American Marketing Association. It was a training that they did. Awesome okay. training, awesome content. Like they're great, but their checkout definitely needs some help. And um, the and he was just like some anxiety. Like that was crazy. So if I'm experiencing that and just aware of it, I'm sure people are are and they're and they're leaving at that stage because there's just too much going on there so there was a lack of orientation you know there could have been a value proposition present like you want a holistic approach to that to that like keep telling them what they're getting like like beat that drum like of, of value like this is why you're making this decision this is why you're making this decision and they're like they'll keep seeing that and it might even just be subliminal like it, the reason that they're 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 continuing on through the steps, whatever your, your checkout is, hopefully it's kind of streamlined, that is there for them to see. So like that was missing, that would have helped. Maybe like some, even just some like transparency is like, hey, this, you're you're gonna be redirected to the, tell, tell me what the next step is. And then I, mm. I can expect it and I'm okay. Like you can be transparent, you know? Um, there's, uh, sometimes you have to go through um, compliance things, right? And checkout gets, uh, especially with things like alcohol and checkout can be a little bit clunky. Just make that obvious. Say, hey, you know what? We're going to go through a quick compliance check. It's going to take it's going to take two seconds, and then mm -hmm. you're going to land into your cart. Let them know what the, what they can expect. Uh, David Lanning talks about this when there's like a negative customer experience. Um, be transparent about it because for two reasons. Like the negative experience would be like, hey, I'm going to experience this long load time during this checkout. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's a small inconvenience, but it's enough that somebody might not convert. Let them know that's going to happen. Just say, hey, there's going to be a quick load time here while we while we do this compliance check, you know, whatever. You can give them some some info on that, and then now they know what to expect, and they don't feel as bad about it because. And the two things are one, they know that there's a negative experience; they're going to experience it. So you you not announcing it makes them lose trust. That's the second thing. So um, whenever you're you've identified like, oh yeah, customers aren't going to like this. This is a clear negative experience you're going to have. Just be transparent about it because they're there. They know it's there. You can't hide it. That's the worst thing you can do is try to hide it. Ignoring it is a bad option because again, they know it's there and they know you didn't say anything about it. So you always want to like address it. So I know we kind of went down a rabbit hole, but um, no, I think that, uh, I think really that was great stuff. that you brought that up, Colin, because I know I've experienced that and it's been one, it's been, I've experienced both ends of that spectrum where as a customer, I've had the dots pop up or what I call the pinwheel of mystery, yes. right? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, well, I just, pin, not pinwheel of death, pinwheel of mystery. What yeah. is going to happen? Where but, am I going? What's happening? Yeah, I just put my credit card information in. 
And then there's this big pause and this mysterious moment and the computer's thinking, but I don't know, is it my computer? Yeah. Is it their website? Yeah. What is, is it, happening right do now? Do I have to, to put my credit card information again? Should I go back? Did it even go yeah. through? Did someone just steal my identity? Like there's all these things that happen in your head. And then on the other end of the spectrum, I've been a customer um, on, on a website where it says, this is now going to go into a processing mode. This may take several minutes. Do not click back, right? Yeah. Do not yeah, do this. Don't yeah. worry. It's yeah. okay. Like, and then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll just go refresh my coffee. And when I come back, my purchase will have been made. There's a, you're right. Confidence gets yes. instilled in the customer. Yeah. There's some trust there. Yeah. We, we could definitely talk about that, that whole like loading thing. So a lot of times they'll do those with like uh, white pages and stuff, stuff like that, mm -hmm. right? Where they're, or the yellow pages, maybe that's more more accurate mm -hmm. where it's trying to get information on people and they're like, okay, just one more step. We, we're going to send you everything. They're criminal backgrounds and Oh, yes. they've, they've been in jail and they've been this. And you're like, Oh yes. Wow. You know, they're, they're trying to get you to um, complete a certain amount of steps. Yes. And then you Cause then you're of, vested. Yeah. Oh. You kind of get a, got a, a little bit of the sunk cost fallacy going on there where you're like, well, I've, I've clicked too many buttons and I'm 80% there, I might as well um, finish it out. And you also see this on websites that, that do like things like, hey, you're almost to free shipping or you're almost to this to this next step and it's got a meter that's filling up. And as humans, we just wanna, oh, well, I gotta fill that meter. Like what else do I mm -hmm. gotta add to my cart to fill that meter? Mm -hmm. um, and then you also see some other like kind of savvy websites, they have fun with it. They're just like, hey, the hamsters are, are, are working in the wheel or they'll kind of put something funny there because they realize like, hey, this is going to load. It has to load. How can we like entertain the, the, the customer a little bit while they wait for this like load? Cause nobody wants to wait for stuff, especially in our, in our culture. It's like, we want things now, we want things quick. And we expect that as well. Like there's an expectation of it being quick. So, you know, there's fun things that you can do. If there's something clearly negative, you can be transparent. You know, most, most people understand when something's loading. Uh, but again, any, anything, any little like, indication of what's going on is definitely helpful you know let's imagine if you were just like talking to somebody and all of a sudden they just like they did a they did a pause and sometimes people were like say, ready wait let's let's pretend colin so you and i are having a talk absolutely yes. colin and then can you imagine did, did some, versus, versus and what's the first thing you're like did it stop did, did like, you, did you freeze up is everything is everything okay like is right versus <laughs> so. versus da, da 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 yes colin and then hang on a second let me get my next thought yeah let me process that a little bit oh yeah this is what i meant to say right yeah. Yeah. can you imagine if, if humans did that oh. no it's it's great to put it into human terms and in and in the context of like a, a conversation because that's really what it is it's like you're having a conversation Right. with your customer prospect with your website like and they they don't want to interact with the website they want to interact with the person like mm -hmm. that's why people would rather get on the phone they'd rather get on a chat so if you can talk to them like they're a person you know um not like they're some robot or something reading your website uh, it's gonna it's gonna go far so um but i would like to kind of like like direct a little bit of like okay i got my page how do i optimize it so i i, I kind of hinted at this a little bit before you've got two directions you can go kind of now you can you can do both at the same time but i just want you to think about like kind of the two maybe buckets or categories one is form and one is substance so we talk about substance that's like what is actually on your page that's the the copy 
That's the images. That's maybe the video, the animations, the titles, the subheadings. That's all of the, the, um, the parts of the page. And then when you think of the form, that's like, what is, what is the, the, the outline of it? So like, if there's substance, that's kind of what's written in the titles. If there's form, it's how many like titles and subtitles are on the page. So if that makes okay. sense. So okay. it's like where things are oriented, how things move. So you want to think about a, a few uh, those two things as you go about. You're like, do I want to focus like... on on what's in those mm -hmm. frames, like what's in the form, which is the substance, or do I want to focus on the form, which is maybe I move this image over here, maybe um, we we remove the image, right? That would be making a form change. If you're changing the image, I would say that's a substance change. So hopefully that makes that makes sense. I want to use an analogy, and I think yeah. it works. It's really like your design right? Design being the substance, like I've got two bathrooms in this house, four bedrooms in this house. The design is the features, but the blueprint is how right. everything's laid out. So is that a fair analogy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and, right. and, and also, you know, yeah, what is there, right? Are there extra rooms, you know, um, are there extra attachments, um, all of those things. So that's what you can think about. You can think like, oh, maybe I don't have enough, like, call to action buttons, right? That, that would be like, okay, we're going to, change the form a little bit and add some more. So um, think about think about it in terms of those two things. And again, one of the things I always talk about is for substance is look for the value proposition. So, um, and then again, we're talking about a specific landing page here. So it's gonna have a goal, okay? So the next thing would be like, focus on the goal of that page. So if the goal of that page is like, we'll, we'll go with our example of a, of a free download, the goal of that page is to acquire a lead, an email address, whatever. So everything on that page should be about that goal. So focusing on the goal of the page is is step one. Like we, I recently um, optimized a page, and um, you know, my boss comes in, he's like, "Hey, can you optimize this page? Like we, we've got a kind of a, a promo coming up in a week." And so there were two things on there. There were, there were clearly two different goals on that page already. And so I just like went to him, I was like, well, what's the goal of this page? And he's like, man, right to the basics. Huh? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you're right. Like we, we missed that. We didn't get that right. So we, we made it clear what we wanted them to do. Like, cause there was a, Hey, they can go and um, kind of go down this other, this one path of like, like support and there's some additional videos and some other things, or they can go down this path. Like, Hey, there's this promotional opportunity. It's like, let's make it, it's about the promotion. Like mm -hmm. let's not beat around the bush. So we did that. And it was like a hundred percent increase in conversions mm -hmm. just from that very simple change of focusing on the page. Cause when you present all these other options or all these other things people can, can do, they will do them. They will do them. They will become distracted or they will become interested. So, you, so I want you to think about it as you're introducing distractions towards your conversion. And the, mm. that's, it's going to reduce your conversions. Like if you have a video on your page, you absolutely need to test whether the video is helping your conversions or hurting it because they might just want to watch the video. And if your goal is, I want them to watch this video, that's great. That can be a goal on your page. I would say like, how does that fit into your customer journey and, and where are they going next and things like that. But if that's the goal, that's fine. But if it isn't, why is that video there? And you might say, well, they have to watch this video to understand how this works. And that might be true. But until you've tested it, you don't know. And a lot of times video is one of those things where 
where it is on the page and even existing on the page. It's one of the first things I would, I would do what's called a content existence test is see if it's helping the conversion or hurting the conversion. It doesn't need to be on that page. So that's something to think about. Think about things where there's maybe social shares or anything that takes them off the page. You'd be surprised how many landing pages have things that take them off the page and they mm -hmm. go somewhere else. And, um, you know, click this link and it takes you over here. It's like, why, why do you want them going anywhere else? They can't, they can't complete the goal of that page on this other page. So right. keep them on that page. You want to remove as many distractions as you can and have everything on that page focused towards ultimately what that main goal of the page is. That makes sense because I do think about things like you mentioned the video. Let's just say the goal is for someone to book a call with you, right? Um, and you have that button at the bottom of the page, perhaps, uh, to schedule that call. But you've got this great video that for some reason is so entertaining that when they're done with the video, they're just chuckling away or, you know, it makes them think about something they sure. need to do. I don't know. But sometimes that video taste of who you are, you know, could actually prevent that person from converting because it becomes, like you said, a distraction more than a uh, more than a director. It seems like you're going to yeah. want things on your page that are always directing people. Like, for instance, if you have this video, at the end of the video, you should say, make sure you scroll down to the bottom of my page oh, and yeah. book a call. Definitely have the call to action or a call to right? action right In there. the video, yeah. even if the video is an example of your work or a testimonial of, of, of some sort. Interesting. Well, Interesting. And, and let's say if it's booking a call, right? So like the ultimate goal is I, I want a client, right? I want to sign them with mm -hmm. something like that excuse me, if it's coaching or whatever, how about put the video in that first contact email or in a, in a quick autoresponder? So like they book a call and it's like, hey, check out this video, I want you to know more. Now you've like used that video to warm them up a little bit before the call right. instead of like, put, you know, it was just kind of in the wrong sequence instead of like putting it before, but they're not ready for that yet. Right. Um, and instead of warming them up to book a call, it actually like, decrease the conversions because mm -hmm. a lot of times people cook a video, they start watching a little bit and they're like, mm, I'm out. But if you mm -hmm. send it to them, you're like, Hey, at the, at the two minute, 30 second mark, I talk about, I talk about this. I'd love for you to check that out. You know, watch this video. Now they're going to click on it. And then now you're going to get a better watch time because they're going to, you know, at least stick around till that point probably to, to, to see what you say at two minutes and 30 seconds. And hopefully they finish the video. If it's enticing, keeps them going. And now you've kind of warmed them up um towards towards having that phone call so um but again you know a lot of times we get these little sizzle reels or highlights or testimonial reels and those are all great but right. um a lot of times they can actually uh take away from the conversion which could lead us to what what we going to talk about next which is friction we've talked about this before but there's um lots of elements of pages that can uh create create friction so um, when we talk about friction, it's anything that is slowing people down towards the conversion, right? And I know, Marissa, um, you've talked about it a little bit, like, are we making them jump through a lot of hoops, right? So um, a lot of times how, these, how this will kind of manifest itself on a page is like excessive form fields, right? If you're, if you're requiring a lot of information, uh, if you're making them fill out a lot of forms, uh, if you're making the prospect, um, maybe it's maybe it's in the form of copy. Sometimes we overdo it with copy, um, depending on uh, how complex the buying decision is. Sometimes we can overdo it with images. And like I said, with video a lot of times. 
and, um, and and we can kind of go into depth a little bit more about about images and video. But um, again, if these aren't um, helping them bring value, if they're not bringing value to the copy, then it's probably distracting from the copy and, and creating kind of a point of point of friction. And um, if there's an overabundance of copy, that can be a friction point. Um, there's maybe too many bullets, or you can you can overwhelm uh, with too much information as well. Uh, a lot of times you got to keep it simple. Again, unless it's something that's super complex, uh, you know, or, or there's, there's a lot tied to it. Like I can think of maybe um, a good example is finding a, a nursing home, right? Or, or some, some residents for like um, your aging family members. That's kind mm -hmm. of a more of a complex buying decision. You're going to want a lot of information. So they're going to need to put a lot of information leading up to that first phone call. You're going to want to know testimonials. You're going to want to know I am going to want to see videos of the. You're going to you're going to want to see what the place looks like. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good case where you're going to want to see a lot of pictures. Like, what what do the rooms look like? What does the whole facility look like? What are some mm -hmm. of the other? What what do they have available? You know, um, so that's a lot of things. And then there's also like, you know, we could we could get into the emotional stuff that's going on there too. I don't want to go too deep into it, but it's like, yeah, how do you make them feel secure? How do you make them feel good about the decision? right? There's probably going to be some guilt there. There's going to be mm -hmm. some other things there that like, those are going to be in the way of them mentally for making that decision. So like, how do you remove right. those things and, and help them discover that this is the right place to, to put their, their, their aging loved one that mm -hmm. they're going to be taken care of. So um, that's an example of just something that might be a little bit more complex as to like what Halloween costume am, am I going to buy? And maybe that's complex for some people. It can be complex for us. We're like, what do we want to dress our, our kid as for Halloween? But um, obviously, it's not going to re require as much information, as much copy, and as many things on the page. Um, but you also want to consider what is the, the goal and what is the action, right? If it's just starting booking that call and just, just um, starting that conversation and taking that first step, the prospect might not need a whole lot of information that right to get started um but they're probably going to look around they're probably going to poke around and look at some other things as well so that's when you can kind of get into branding and the feel and kind of how they're going to experience you know your, your brand and your site as a whole um, and how all those things can kind of contribute towards the conversion as well but um but yeah anything that's distracting anything that's going to trip them up um but but that's typically how um kind of friction will manifest itself on a landing page. It could be excessive copy, um, excessive form fields, you know, things things that uh, prospects will have to do, all those things can, can add. And even, you know, from previous experience with all kinds of websites and landing pages, even the ease of use can be something that can trip up a conversion. I know that I was recently looking at a hotel site and it was so clunky, Colin, and it was not in American dollars. And when I tried to click, there was a button to convert the rate to US dollars. It told me, okay. you know, this conversion rate is not available at this time. And I'm like, what do you mean? You're giving me the option to take these, you know, yeah. French Polynesian dollars and turn them into US dollars. I'm like, why wouldn't it now not work? You know what I mean? There were just so many steps and things to go through. Yeah, that it's it basically made me say the heck with this. Like, I, it's giving me a headache. So I think the ease of use for a landing page, sure. if there are tasks Keep that need simple. to be done, the tech side of things are also very important. 
Well, and how did that make you feel when you click that button that you try to do the conversion? It didn't work at the, the money conversion. How did that make you feel? You know, it's crazy. I'm looking at a beautiful resort hotel. That's the photos and the videos are making me feel like I'm on a beach somewhere. Right. I'm looking at honeymoon things, but then to have this frustration creep in, I'm like, well, this just defeated the whole purpose. I should be excited about looking at this website. Right. They've hooked me emotionally. These videos are great, but now I'm like, it made me feel dumb. It made me feel frustrated. It made me feel anxiety. I'm like, okay, well, everything I just got a taste of in terms of wanting to be on this property just all got berated. And now I want nothing yeah. to do with this hotel, basically, is how yeah. I felt. Wow. Yeah. Isn't so you were like, I'm done just from those those few little things that were not right. Like they got they got the front part right. They got like. the emotion. They yeah. got the appeal. They yeah. they spoke to my need, baby. I was like, yes, I want to be on that You're beach. Like, I'm, that infinity I'm gonna pool. be get, getting those massages. I'm gonna yes. be drinking the drinks on the side of the. And pool. then I was like, what do you mean? I can't figure out how much it costs. I'm trying to check it yeah. out. I'm considering is this an option? What do you mean? I don't know how much 130 thousand French Polynesian <laughs> francs are. You know, like yeah. I need to know: is this a five hundred dollar yeah. night room or is this a ten thousand dollar night room? Is this what an is the cost on it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's no way you're you're clicking a checkout button if you don't know how much you're paying. You know, exactly. So you're clear on what you're getting, but not what you're paying, and and not the value. Yeah, of course, yeah. So well, I'm really yeah. excited. By the way, I know we actually don't have that much more time. So can we dive into some live optimization? Because I feel like you've shared yes. so much with us about about, you know, not only just CRO in general, but this idea of a value proposition. Yes. And then also this idea of, you know, what the the thought sequence is, the sales <clears throat> page flow. But I would love to see you yes. kind of talk us through a website live and for us to experience what it looks like from your eyes um, when you start this process. Sure. And I would just say real quick, the last two things is, is yeah. we talked about the value proposition, clarify the value proposition the proposition make sure they they know the reason why they should they should download that or, or talk to you next whatever the goal of that page is and then um optimize the call to action right and there's ways you can optimize the call to action make it very clear when they click that button what happens next what are they getting um and make it all about that cta so wonderful right. wonderful cool so if we want to look at uh we can look at um i'll go ahead and do a, a screen share here and we can we can start looking at um, vote frenzy. So if you can see my screen, mm -hmm. let me I'll know when that that's up. The audience, awesome. Okay, so this is vote frenzy. So um, first off, I'm just going to give first impressions. Um, I will say I'm I'm looking at uh, trying to figure out what that woman is eating. I wasn't mm. able to figure it out. Look like pizza. I'm checking out the Seahawks fans here. Um, and I was noticing the quality of that image, by the way, that was first thing I'm looking at this guy's tattoo and his watch over here. Um, I'm interested in what she's looking at, which is her phone. That is, looks like it's barely getting cut off here. Um, and again, I'm kind of looking down at what this guy's looking at. Um, but I can't quite see it. I cannot see anything she's looking at. It looks like it's a phone. Um, and then I, I don't know what this contrast. company does. I will say that. I'm just I, saying. Yeah, I, I'm like, just telling you, like, this is this is what is going through my mind kind of yeah. in real time, right? Uh, right. I, now, you'll notice something about this. I All I've talked about are these hero images because that's where I'm drawn. I'm drawn right. to these hero images. I am almost oblivious to the copy that's in front of it. 
I'm almost oblivious to everything else that's going on because this is where my attention is being directed. You have a you have a moving image here, um, so I I actually can't process any of the information besides these images. So, um, and this is a problem you'll see on a lot of sites is they've got this kind of it's cool, it, it's um, you know it's slick and and kind of has a modern feel and that's great, but I'm not processing this information. So now let's kind of look at some of the messaging. Increase mobile engagement. Make content, events, and shopping into fun mobile games. Okay, now that's clear. Um, I'm not quite sure what I can do with that, but it sounds like I'm able to make mobile games out of um, things that I, other things that I can do on mobile. Somehow I can make shopping into a mobile game. Okay, that's interesting. So maybe this is for e-commerce. Um, get free research. Okay, free unlimited polls and responses. Unlimited private and public polls. Outperform experts 137%. Okay, that's interesting. So one thing I'll point out as we as we go through these, it is great that I can actually stop these <laughs> because on a lot of sites, these would just keep moving and they move at such a rapid pace that you actually just, it's almost impossible to, um, to process the information. So at least mm -hmm. I can stop them and look at them and process them if I want to, like something caught my eye. Maybe it was like, hey, I just really wanted to see what this girl was eating. I don't remember what that was. So Pizza, um, I think. Yeah. yeah, some sort of flatbread. So maybe I was just really excited about that. But at least I can stop and look at them. A lot of, they move so fast. I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll read the next line of text when it comes around the next time, right? People are not going to do that. Now I'm doing that because I, I'm here and, and I'm trying to figure out what this, what this is. I'm, it's, I'm assuming it's something to do with voting and there's stuff about polls. So that's related, but this doesn't seem related to voting at all. And this is the first thing I'm seeing. So um, now it is clear, like increase mobile engagement. Like, I mean, I, that's something maybe I want to do. That's a goal I want to have. So I might be interested, but there, there's a lot of things to unpack here. So, um, so I'm glad that we can stop it. So going back to this, um, I'm still not quite sure what I can do here. And if I can get free research, how do I get free research? Like maybe what are, what is the research in? Like, what are like, like, I don't, I don't know why I would want free research and I don't know what the research is about. Um, it looks like it's unlimited polls and responses, uh, but like to what, like, is this, is it based on industry? Is it like, you know, I, I just don't have enough information here as to why I would want this research, you know? Um, can I so, just chime in here too for a sure. minute? Um, from a first impression standpoint too, I'm leery. Anytime somebody's like, I'm going to give you something for free. I'm like, well, what's, what's the, what's the MO there? What do I, what are you taking from me? Or what do I have to commit to, you know? So Yeah. And let's just be honest. Like there's, there's a little bit of a value there. Like, well, if it's free, how good can it be? If this is just free research, why, why is it, is it worth it? You know? Um, so maybe there's something, there's a better way to communicate the value of this than rather that, that it's free. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times free reduces the value mm -hmm. because, well, I don't want free stuff, right? When there's a thing, when there's a, a lot of times when people think of free, I think of like, oh, it's that, 
crappy thing on the side of the road that nobody wants, right? And I know there's those websites that are like, or there's those apps that you can do in the neighborhood and they've got free stuff and a lot of good things. You can get good things from that. But like a lot of yeah. times you think of like, well, it's this junky thing that nobody wants. So is this a junky thing nobody wants? Is this junk research that nobody wants? I don't even know what the research is about. But so I definitely need to know more about what this is. Um, and I would need like some, like, how do I get it? Like, that's, that's maybe I want, I just like, oh yeah, I, I got time. I'm ready to like pour through some free research. How do I get it? How do I get this research? Like, I have no idea. I'm, I'm guessing I have to go hunt for it somewhere. Yeah, it's not clear. Not it's not clear with the five scrolling things. I mean, I know that's probably their main buckets of stuff that they offer, but it's not clear on the website where to where to start. It's well, very it's sort, of, sort of app, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It has it looks like a lot of industries that it can cover. We know there's some sort of mobile engagement game that you can do, but and again. Maybe I'm really interested in this. Maybe maybe there's some like motivated, warm traffic coming here. Mm -hmm. How do I do it? Like, what do I do? It is not clear to me what I do next with any of this. So, and maybe this is just like, we're just showing, we're just showing you kind of all the stuff that we have. Well, that's great, but I just don't know what to do with it. You know, now, now this is something good in the right direction of an evidential. Hey, we outperform the experts by by 137%, I assume is what, what they mean here. But this needs to be clearer. So like this, they probably know what this means. Oh, well, our, um, you know, according to these studies, like, you know, this data is better by this amount, they've done this, and it's 137% better. That's great. But I don't, I don't, this is not clear to me. I don't understand this. And I, again, I, I don't want to sound harsh, because I know this is like, we are calling your baby ugly here. This is just what this is. <laughs> but, but like, nobody knows what this means mm -hmm. and this is a perfect example of of customer mindset of, of the lack of the customer mindset and the and the company mindset because the company knows what this means the people who wrote this know what this means mm -hmm. but but as a customer you're not going to know what this means mm -hmm. so and and that's why it's kind of like it's easily identified so we can reduce social media costs activate co-creation reward brand evangelism okay so it, it it seems like and i'm deducing here it seems like um i can reduce my cost of hiring influencers or something like that um because it doesn't you know the only social media costs would be ads or paying for influencers so i'm assuming mm -hmm. it's 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 paying influencers here um but again i i i'm not quite sure so it's unclear and I don't know what to do with this. I don't know. Like maybe if I am very interested, I'm like, oh yeah, well, I've got these influencer costs. Uh, I think I can do this. Okay, what? Do, how do I do that? So again, like, and, and you wouldn't want to have six call to actions here, right? I, mm, I would say I, I'm, I'm inferring like, hey, you want to put a call to action here. So a better so thing to Colin, have. Yeah. What, what, what would make sense then to me, just if, if we were to come up with a quick logical improvement would be not this scrolling thing that's happening, but maybe one photo. That way, if someone needs to take 10 seconds to take in the photo, they can. But potentially just have the bullet points, you know, maybe popping up on just one photo. So by the time you've digested the photo, your attention immediately stays on the text of that page versus like this carousel of new photos yeah. and new text because you don't get a chance to absorb it and understand. 
And, and let me ask you this. Do you have yeah. any, because we've been here for a few minutes and, and we've looked at a few things already. Do you have any better understanding what Vote Frenzy is or how they can help you or provide or what they provide for you? I mean, you know a little bit about maybe what they provide for you, but do you know I what the, this brand is and what this company is? And like Just that it's what... definitely something to do with uh, social media and engagement and that it, I mean, I can see that it says the app there. So I know it's an app of some sort. Yeah. It seems like it covers a lot of different things too. Mm -hmm. Like, um, but I just think she's going to have a better chance digesting this pizza than I am of, of trying to digest the information here. I, I'm just Just not... for time's sake, Colin, too. Let's just scroll down. So I think first yes. impressions, we're all on the same page, really, is that okay. we don't understand. So, so here we go. Scroll. Play a game. Take a photo of QR code to access the game. So here we go. We've got a uh, we've got our first call to action. We're right into a call to action. They want us to play a game. Oh, I'm I'm doing it live. How about that on my end? Let's see what happens. Yeah, oh. I'm not really interested in playing. Like we could scan the QR code and see what happens uh, if we have time I for that. Did. It gives me another photo, just an FYI, and it says, "What stage of the customer journey is the most challenging? Building brand awareness." Getting okay. offer consideration, making the sale, retaining the customer. Interesting. It says vote to get a reward, and then you have to you have to put your email in to see the answer. Yeah. So I did the I did so so I did the um, uh, the USA one. It says, does the USA spend too much on the military? And then I can say yes or no, and then vote to get a reward, and then the call to action. So we we could actually go into this whole thing here. So. That's interesting because it takes you away from the website and now you're on your phone. It does. So mm -hmm. that, and I think what they want to do is like give you an example of what they can do. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause this is probably, and, and now I know what they, what they know in terms of a game. I mean, I don't, I don't think this is maybe the same as like the mobile game thing that they're doing. Um, Cause this really is like a quiz. I, I wouldn't say this is a game. So um right like so here's a good example of like a a expectation that's set because when there's a game you ex you expect something that's going to resemble a game well i get to play something i get maybe agency over a character or i get to crush some candy you know like we, right. we all know i get to flap like move flappy bird around well that was more of like a quiz or, right. or a poll, right? And mm -hmm. it also gives me an indication of maybe some of the like research information I might be getting, like which is really like how many people think the USA is spending too much money. Right. And it's just based on all the people that have clicked either yes or no. I don't know if I'm interested in that data. Now maybe someone who is there are people who are interested in that data from a voter perspective or a politician or something like that. Get the demographics, but um I'm kind of starting to get a little bit more of an understanding, but again, look at how, like, like when you think about the cost, there's a high cost to this. I have to pull out my phone. I have to like stop reading the webpage, find my phone. Hope maybe it's close by people that can't find their phone. They're already gone. So if I have my phone, now I have to pull out my phone, use the, use the QR code. If I know that I can use my camera, most people know they can use their camera now. Maybe they have an older phone. They can't even do that. They need a QR code app or something. Mm. If they don't have that, they can't even do this. So um, a, lot of, a lot of things to talk about there, but that, that's just one. Uh, if we keep going down, here we go. Now, here's the first indication of what Vote Frenzy is, I think. 
vote. So here's kind of like our, our first kind of like value proposition statement. But VF enables organizations to engage mobile audiences in a fun, respectful, and rewarding way for free. Everyday people view and share photos, videos, and their opinions for fun, local deals, and prizes. Our integrated mobile engagement services suite goes beyond research and beyond insights by growing the sales. Now, wow, that was a lot of information in those three lines. Um, so what is your understanding of this as, after reading this? Any thoughts here? This sounds like something for businesses. It doesn't sound like something for a consumer specific. It sounds like okay, a good. service yeah. for a business and that a business would hire them to help boost engagement and that they would create uh, this pathway. Um, like, hey, if you're trying to get more sales from your coffee stand, well, we're going to create a game about coffee. And when consumers answer the questions, not only will you get research, but then they're going to get like discount coupons to come and buy your coffee. It just seems like a... Yeah. And you're, you're, you're coming up with a lot of that from what you've seen earlier too, right? From all yes. the scrolling. Because some of that, what you said is not in here. But yeah, you, you're right. You're identified. Okay. They've made it clear that it's not for individual consumers this is for this is a b2b this is for businesses that's B2B. clear mm -hmm. um you know it's mobile only so we've identified that um and then they're getting into a little bit more of kind of like what these things are um but i would say this is this is quite difficult to to read and i don't know if it's because of the size maybe um but there's just this is a good example of some friction some friction right there I would say this mm -hmm. copy is difficult to read and understand. Like mm -hmm. I, I would probably have to read this a few times to, to get it mm -hmm. um, for it to be clear to me. I'm still not sure what this means because they're just saying they're going to grow my sales by going beyond research and beyond insights. Well, this is what I need to know. I need to know what you're doing beyond that. And maybe it's in here, but... This is a lot for me to read through and get through. So I'm just, again, like the reason I'm I'm nitpicking like this is because highly motivated people that are like yeah. interested in vote frenzy are going to go through this work and do this. They're going to scan this. They're going to read this. But but those like prospects that are a little bit colder and not sure, they're just mm -hmm. not going to. They've got to they've got to be able to. This has to be easily digestible. That flatbread has got to go down easy. So. <laughs> Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm joking, but, but I really like, I, I really want to help, help them get more of the right people here. The people that are interested in this, in, in this service and that need this, you know, you want them to be able to, to take the right steps and know what to do. So, uh, mm -hmm. and then we have some, some more information about the company. Uh, I'll, I'm just going to tell you this. We don't care. Like we don't care what, about these things, care what you can do for me. That's, mm -hmm. that's what the customer's thinking. So this is, this is great. Like, Hey, you, you support passions. This is what we do, but they're not interested. They want to know what you can do for them, how it helps them, how it makes their life easier, how it solves their problems. Make it all about them. Just make it all about them. Um, so, so instead of what we do, even something so simple in verbiage and copy would be what, 
what we can do for you or how, how we help you, how yeah. we increase your sales. What do they get? What do they get? So interesting. And, and I'd go beyond the, this is kind of, again, this is what they do. What do they mm -hmm. get? Well, you're, you're going to get, um, more, like they say a little bit about above, you're going to get more engagement, you get more engagement through, through this, the service, because people are playing these games, people are doing all these right. things, your engagement goes through the roof, right? That's what they want to hear. They want to hear oh, my engagement goes through the roof. Then, right. then you've got a, then you got a different problem, which is like, well, how do I trust that that's going to actually happen? How can you deliver? That's when you, you show them the proof of that, that it works. Hey, look at all these metrics. We're 137% above all these other companies that offer the solution. Now you've showed them how you, how you do it. And you've shown them that you're better than your competition in the same time. So it's, it, it's, it sounds like they probably know what, where that information is and the right information, but it's just not in the right place. Right. We talked about that thought sequence. It's just not in the right place. Mm -hmm. and It's not clear. And clarity trumps persuasion and fancy animations any day of the week. So this was a really good example because I think you together, we immediately saw things that were confusing, weren't clear. Um, and then what's crazy is we stayed a long time at the top because there was so much there. There's a lot and there. There's we lot talked there. about yeah. that, that videos or photos or too much information can actually just completely um, block the course of someone ever making it down to where you may have some more clear verbiage. But um, for time's sake, I think yeah. let's stop here with Vote Frenzy. I think sure. this was a great first website to look at. Uh, Frank, by the way, if you're watching this on the replay, I know he wasn't able to make the show today. Um, we're not saying your baby's ugly. We're just no. saying no. that... Um, there's always room for improvement when it comes to our babies and how we dress them, right? So let's work on on baby baby vote frenzy's uh, outfit a little. Yeah, bit. And, and one of the things I love is they have a really nice contrast button here, which is great. It's great to see, like, because my eyes drawn to that. The, the unfortunate thing about this is this looks like I mean maybe this is good, maybe this is customer, I, and this is another point of like this isn't clear to me. Is yeah. this where members of Vote Frenzy log in? Because it says organization login. Is this where I log in with my organization? Right. Like, I'm. That's actually a question in my mind. So, mm. again, that's just a, a a point of like clarity where I'm just I'm actually not quite sure what happens if I click that button. You want it right. to be very clear. Um, but but it is a good example of like, hey, there's some good contrast going there. Um, so. Uh, but yeah, the reason I, I focus in on like all these things is because that it might be subconscious that people are thinking about this this girl in this black leather jacket. But I'm looking at her girl coat. Here, I'm like, I really like that coat. Yeah, the reason the reason I bring it up is because does this does this add value to getting free research? And I don't I don't think it does. And that's the question is like, what hero image would add value to mm. this copy? That's the question you need to be asking yourself. And I don't know if the answer is a girl looking down at her phone that I can't quite see in a black leather jacket. And it actually looks like there's some sort of watermark here. I don't know if you can see this. I can't quite read the watermark. So I don't know if that's like there's some sort of subliminal advertising hmm. here. I don't mm -hmm. know if that was a part of the stock image. Do, do you see? I don't know if you can see that or if you can see where my mouse is. 
but there's a water. I do see something there. Yes. So. Huh. I'm not, I'm not sure what it says, but maybe Frank can tell us. So anyway, um, yeah, again, I don't want to nitpick, but it's just, uh, that's just kind of uh, some of the questions or some of the thoughts prospects might be having when they land on your page and you can start to try to imagine those things. And that's why it's helpful to have an outsider come in and look at that um, and, and kind of just make you aware of these things and, and you can kind of see where people are getting stuck what's mm -hmm. distracting them and tripping them up for making those conversions. I'd be interested to speak with Frank um, and hear his thoughts on how his conversions yeah. have been just to see if what we're thinking, feeling, observing matches what he is experiencing with his website. Let's move on to the yeah. second um, website that you're going to optimize my starry chart. I know Jamie's waiting so patiently. She's watching the show. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't uh, sure and this is Jamie's you. company. I wasn't sure if we had time for that. So yeah, I'll pull that up. Okay, so here we go. This is my starry chart. And um, the first place I actually looked was this little chat here. So it looks like I've got a chat login. Um, and um, this is interesting. It's like, thanks for connecting. So this is a, a good thing. I think people like these interactions and it's, it's great to have these. Um, I would put this further down. So typically this is, you know, in a, in a location where, uh, somebody's ready to chat. Right. It, and that's a good question to ask. Like, I'm not ready to chat with anything. I'm, I'm still trying to get my bearings and check out this website and see what's here, but maybe there's, there's people that are coming here and they're ready to chat right away. I don't know that. Um, but, uh, and also, um, the little guy here, he's directing me towards the chat. So this is a, a good example of kind of like iPath and things like that. Like he's literally like pointing to the, I mean, he's pointing in the image here, but like the, the way I, I look at his, interpret his body language is it draws my eye towards the chat. So my question would be, are people ready for this chat yet? And typically they're not, this is something you would want like like maybe towards the bottom of the page here, right? Where they're like towards the end and they're like, oh, before you go, hey, do you want to connect to somebody? Do you have questions? So um, I'm just going to minimize that for now. Um, so here we go at the beginning here um, in this intro. Uh, let's read this copy here. A three-in-one educational kids calendar, healthy habits chart and skill building game. So that's pretty clear. Um, it's I'm not quite sure exactly what the three in one is, but I'm assuming it's these three things. Um, and then connect, play, learn. And then I've got two call, call to actions. I can buy on Amazon uh, Canada or I can buy on Amazon. So obviously they want me to, to go to Amazon to make, to make this purchase. So um, the image uh, actually has what I'm assuming is the product here. It looks like that's very clear. Um, so that's good to see. And uh, the one thing I would say is like, hey, he was drawing my attention now towards the chart, but what you want people to see is this. So is there a way, even maybe just flipping these two sections? So this would be- I was know, just kinda... gonna say, if they reversed it and put the photo on right. the left, then he's pointing he's not pointing only to towards... the chart, but to what we do, right. that's true. He's that's pointing true. towards the call to action and the copy. So you always wanna mm -hmm. think about when you show uh, pictures of people, where are they looking? Okay, because as humans, we are very we're very concerned with people's faces, people's expressions, and people's eyes and where they look. That's just how we're we're designed and how our brains interpret data. We we put an enormous amount of uh, 
processing power towards those, the area of the face and eyes and where eyes are looking. That's why when you have a, um, a person in, a, in an image on your website and they're looking a certain direction or their head's a certain direction, we are drawn that way. If you're ever in a large crowd and you see people start looking and you can, you can do this as an experiment. You can do it like, especially if you have a group of friends because the more people it makes it easier. If you just start looking somewhere or if you just stand there and look, and just kind of in your peripheral, just kind of watch other people or have somebody record, watch how many other people look what you're looking at because they assume there's something interesting going on over there. You're, you're locked in, your attention's there for a reason. And so you'll see a bunch of people look, or if you ever walk by and you see a group of people looking at something, how many other people are like, well, what's going on over there? There's something worth looking at. So, um, so that's very important. Uh, just kind of principle to know as you're looking at things on your website. So where people are pointing, where people are looking are all really important. So yeah, a long explanation to say maybe just swapping these would add to the number of people that are clicking the button. Um, to get a little bit more into the substance, you could, um, you know, a good way to structure the subheading. So connect, play, learn is, is good, but what could be better? What could be like, what do I, um, maybe want my, my, my child to do with this calendar or, or what are they going to get, you know, uh, like what's the, the out, the out, the ideal outcome I'm going to get. Cause, uh, I, I mean, I've got a one-year-old, you know, I'm just trying to stop him from, from hurting himself. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's my goal. I'm not quite at this, at the chart level with, with my kid where I'm trying to get him to, you know, um, clean up his room or something like that. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's like, um, get your kid to clean up his room without ever asking. And that sounds like a great ideal outcome. I don't know. I'm sure a bunch of parents would love that, you know? So something like that, maybe, um, you know, would be a, would be a better headline. And then, and then how it happens. Well, it's this three in one calendar that they get to, they connect, they play, they learn, and they have a good time, something like that. So, um, but it is pretty clear, Hey, this is all about getting this calendar. Um, then it talks about designed by experts and parents to support every stage of childhood development. Okay. Getting to, to know a little bit more about what this is. Uh, and then it looks like they break down, connect, play and learn. Um, so that's a little bit more information. Uh, and then it goes right into reviews. So here we get our first, uh, kind of social proof section. Um, Ooh, I really like, by the way, how you scrolled it, but it's not moving. So it gives people a chance to read it at their own pace. You're not bombarded by a scroll that's going too fast to read. That's nice. Yes, but I would say I would not move these. So it is nice that there are a few different ones. It looks like, I mean, this is this is pretty fidgety if I can actually do this. Mm. So this is nice that I could read these. But um, and I think it is cool that it's got the Google reviews here. Um, but I would just probably just make these static and, and, and maybe line them up. I mean, I do like that it adds to the authenticity of it because a lot of times you can have uh, these testimonials and there's a trust issue there where you're like, are these real? Like, and I'm sure you've landed on sites before. You're like, I don't trust it. I think they wrote these themselves, you know? So it's very clear, hey, these are legit. These are from Google. Um, but uh, but maybe, maybe uh, stop the motion. Maybe just do three instead of four. Um, so that's good. And then here we go into the more of the, like what it actually is. So I'm seeing, um, and I think this is a good example of, um, kind of like just showing the product, some good product images, you know, um, I think this is really good Colin, because with my TV shopping background, one of the yeah. first things that we do when we introduce products 
is what you get. Yes. So right. yes, it's the item number. Yes, it's the price. But then it's what you get because people like that value proposition. People want to know exactly what they're getting for the price. So I, I like that yes. this is um, – because we saw the product at the beginning and it's bright and it's colorful and it's interactive, but we don't exactly know all the little pieces that we're getting. So I like that this is broken yeah. down. In a and this is the, the homepage too, right? This isn't mm -hmm. necessarily the product page. You know, this isn't a product page. I mean, we probably go to, you know, the shop here and we're going to hit the products and more of the landing pages, but this is giving you an overview of kind of the brand, right? So, um, so that is good. Uh, and then next, and um, there's, there might be a, so, so if we were just to optimize this section here really quickly, um, they're, they're pointing to all of the different elements. I actually find this, uh, this is a good point of friction. I think it's actually pretty challenging to digest this information. So what might be better is if you move this, this image to the left or to the right, you know, depending on kind of what your flow is in the eye path here, and then make some simple bullets, like, it's a calendar. It's got this. It's got this. It's got this. You know. I agree. Um, I think that's a good, a good, yeah. easy fix that will make it more um, digestible more quickly. Yeah, and you always want to um, appeal to the skimmers, right? Sometimes people are just going to go, "Okay, what's this? Okay, it's a start. I connect, play, learn." That's all they're going to read. They're not going to read these paragraphs. They're just gonna connect, play, learn. Okay, there's some reviews. Got it. Uh, especially like busy moms. They're like, what is it in it? Okay, there's a. I can see a pen. There's a this. There's that. There's some stickers. Okay. They're like, 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 and think about the questions they're asking. Like, I'm, and I'm, again, I'm going off the top of the head. Like, is it reusable? Do I have to like reload stickers once a week? How many stickers mm -hmm. are in there? You know, things that questions that like busy moms might be thinking, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and then, okay, now here's it. Here's another product. So it looks like they're kind of just showing some products on this page as well. Like, here's some stickers, and here's a good example of, hey, they kind of did what we just said. They've got, um, they've got the product, and then they've got some bullet points here. Um, and uh, they're, t they're telling you more about these sticker packs. And hey, we've got our first, our first call to action. We can buy these now. Great. Oh, well, actually, they did have a above the fold call to action here where they want us to go buy on Amazon. But, okay. Um, For time's so, yeah. sake, Colin, because we are starting to yeah, get low here on time. Over. No, you're perfect. Okay. Well, let's, um, let's just click to the shop page because since sure. this is a product and it is a B2C, I'm guessing... Yes. I think it'd be good to just let's see what happens when we're trying to make a cart and a purchase because that's so something we we've go. talked about a lot in our series. Okay, so we've got a couple products. So again, you can orient they orientate these by based on you know which ones are going to sell the most. So you know where where are you going to look first when we get? To well, this I page? think the starry chart should be the first product because that is her hero product, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is I, this is the, what we're going to see first? Yeah. So this personalized color puzzle for kids. And maybe this is what they want people to go to. Maybe they really want them to do this instead of the chart. Uh, maybe they find that once people buy the puzzles, they start buying more products. Or maybe, hey, once people buy the chart, they start buying more products, whatever that is. Um, we got some stickers and masks. So if we go to the, let's say, hey, uh, I, I need some sort of calendar and chart for my kid. I'm already there. They have a payment plan as well, which is, mm -hmm. which is worth mentioning. Okay. So, well, let's go back. So what... Uh, so when you follow, so this is what's interesting to you is it's a hover over and then there's the add to cart. Okay. So we'll do it again. We might get two in there and that's okay. So we're going to add to our cart. Yes, we do. Okay. So we're in our cart. It tells me what happened. My story charts been added to my cart. I can go back, right? That's Which is nice. yes. interesting. So, so it did take me to checkout. They want me to check out. 
Um, and then that let's refresh it here because I think my subtotal is should go down. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. I got to update my card. <laughs> I like that this card. This card is very easy and it matches the rest of the website. So I don't feel like we just got bamboozled into right. something different. It's it all flows. Yeah. So, um, there's a, there's a coupon code here. It looks like, um, oh, okay. So here's a good example of something that, so it looks like there's a field here or I didn't see code. that. Yeah. yeah so that's that. why I clicked on this just to see what would happen. And again, I, I you know, if I'm, if I'm just going to check out, I might not do this, but somebody might say, Oh, I can just click this and it's going to apply a coupon. Oh no, I have to put in a coupon code. So you, you really can't see this field. So that's one thing is I would, you know, I think that the, the box there. should be above the coupon code. You think the, the what? I think that that apply coupon should be underneath where you put the field because then it's kind of together and it's its own little thing. I think that yeah, would make yeah. it more clear and make that a little darker. Yes. So you could see. Yeah. And you can't see this. And there's a question of like, Hey, what happens here? Like, is there a better place to apply coupon? Maybe that could be further, further down in the, uh, mm. uh, in the checkout or something. So, so yeah. So then, um, we get here and they've got a upsell. I can add on some sticker, sticker packs, um, which is interesting. And then there's a, uh, two options here, really. So, um, so one thing to note about this is probably uh, this is a necessary thing to have the update cart. Uh, you might want to have the coupon code because you're using special coupon codes. But this is a good example of like we have three equally weighted options here. All of these buttons look the same. What we really want people to do, like this is a functional thing, the update cart, I get that. But what we really want people to proceed to check out. And there's probably a better way to, to say this rather than proceed to checkout, which, mm -hmm. which is like, if somebody in a store said that to me, I, I might just, I don't know, I probably, it probably almost stopped me in my tracks. If I walked up and they're like, proceed to checkout. Like, I'm not sure if I want to, this, you know, sounds a little um, too clinical. So there might be a better way to like, maybe it's just, um, just check uh, out continue to payment maybe like yeah. or or enter pay, you know there might be a better way to 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 go to the next stage there check out of cart maybe so if we go here yeah here's our checkout um and the, you know it looks pretty standard we've got our billing details uh and shipping info so by the way i do want to good. mention i just you know just real quick colin people may be listening on the podcast yes um so i do want to you know, obviously there's nothing I can do to show you the screen, um, but I want to encourage you, if you are listening to the podcast, maybe just pause your podcast, go online, even on your phone to engage.com forward slash live dash show dash library. And you can find Colin's video show there. And, and, and this is worth, you know, watching the video and following along as Colin's explaining so you can understand you know, this optimization as it's happening. Cause obviously if you're listening to this portion of the show on a podcast audio only, you're not going to be able to really understand Colin's tips and what we're looking at. It's very visual. Yes, so yeah. um, if you're yeah, still yeah, listening at this point, I just want to advise people to check us out. Um, by the way, Jamie said, ha 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 proceed. <laughs> she kind of gets, uh, gets your thought there too, Colin. Yeah. Like, there might be a, a, proceed a to check out. So well, one, Jamie's one, listening though. Yeah, one thing I do want to mention is is this is really good and this is kind of a nice anxiety reducing thing here. It's like, hey, you know, you're giving us your personal data and they're saying, hey, here's what we're going to do with your data. Um, 
Now they are kind of saying, that, you know, check out this privacy policy. I don't know if people might like to read privacy policies as a, as a hobby, but most people aren't going to want to read that. So, um, but yeah, this is, this is good though, to just say, Hey, like, we're not going to steal your data. This is right. used to support your experience throughout the website. I really like that. That's a nice mm -hmm. little anxiety reducer thing there at the end. So, yeah. Jamie just said great feedback. So cool. I think this awesome. is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So Jamie, um, being that we've got you here live and you're, and you're watching and commenting, did you, was there anything that Colin suggested that, you know, maybe you had teetered with changing or are most of the things that he suggested kind of brand new to you? Because one of the things Colin and I talked about, and uh, even I've talked about with the team at Engage, when you're so close to a project or a, a, pro a product or a process or a website, some things you just really don't even notice them because you're in it all the time. And for a new user, a new visitor, new eyeballs, things that may be obvious to us are completely oblivious, you know, or not even, you know, at the forefront of your mind. So Jamie, I'd love to hear if some of what Colin has shared were just like big, like light bulb moments for you. Um, so take a moment. I know there's a, a delay in, in, in viewing and commenting, but do share us sure. your thoughts, Jamie. We'd love that. Oh, she said, so helpful. Most of them make sense. So cool. hard to notice these things um, when you're so close to it. So yes. So hundred percent. 100%. Yeah, when you're making it, building it, and it's just, yeah, there's like, there's like the best way to, that we describe it is like, there's just a blind spot, you know, yeah, we just have a I'm blind so spot. In it. I'm too in it. And so you don't yeah. see these things. Yeah. Awesome. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's, awesome. it's, it's kind of the, the, the curse of it all, but, but that's okay. Um, it, That's why it's always good to have that outside perspective. So. Awesome. Colin, it was really neat to see you put into action and to just kind of openly, hear your thought process as you're going through both of those websites. Cause you had very different feedback, I think on both of them. Um, Jamie's was a little bit more like changing up order and direction a little bit really, but yeah. the key pieces she had seemed to work well. It was more just changing up formatting. I think her substance was really good. You just wanted her to change up the form a little bit right. um, just to start, you know, as a starting point. And then whereas the other website, really the substance needed um, a lot more tweaking and then you could yeah. obviously go back and work on the form. So that's neat. A um, yeah. couple more comments. Jamie just says, thank you so much. And now she notices how busy certain images are. Um, sure. So there you sure. go. It's just like yeah. from the outside looking in. There you go. Direct from awesome. a, a CRO expert, Jamie. How lucky are you? And Frank, I know you're going to watch the replay of our show. Thank you both so much for submitting your businesses and your websites. Colin, I know we ran over on time and I know you need to go. So I just want to Thank you so much for joining us and, and doing this really insightful four-part series about CRO, conversion rate optimization. If you guys want to connect with Colin, you can do that on LinkedIn at uh, Colin Lepescopo. It's C-O-L-I-N-L-E-P-I-S-C-O-P-O. And if you're interested in learning more about what his company does, visit his website at www.metathesite.com. Awesome. Colin, thank you so much again for your time. We look forward to having you back uh, in the future. We've got a lot of really exciting things happening in the pipeline right now with Engage, especially coming into 2022. So thank yeah. you so much for being a part changes. of our incredible show. And we look forward to uh, teaming up with you again in the future. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's really been great. It's been great to be here uh, for, for, for four parts. And um, so, yeah, it's been, been awesome. Thank you, Marissa. You're so welcome. And we look forward to seeing you again. Take care, guys. Bye. 
What an excellent finale to our four-part series on conversion rate optimization, seeing firsthand somebody like Colin, who is an expert in this field, work through two totally different websites, two totally different companies, and really be able to work through how to make those landing pages better and how to optimize them. Okay, I just have um, about a minute with you, so I just want to quickly share our Engage News of the Week, and then I'll share with you our show topic for next week and the show date and time for you to join us. Okay, so this week's News of the Week, Shopify is making it easier to optimize e-commerce stores for international markets all from a single Shopify site. So up until now, if a business wanted to reach a global market, they had to sell on a marketplace or through another retailer. A new solution called Shopify Markets removes the need for a third party, and it allows businesses to sell directly to international consumers. With Shopify Markets, merchants can sell outside of their home country without having to worry about complexities like, I just talked about this today, currency conversion, language localization, providing local payment methods, and duty and import taxes. Shopify store owners can target single country markets or create custom markets by grouping multiple countries together. Shopify markets is available in early access globally as of just a few weeks ago, September 14th, and it will roll out to all merchants in the coming months. Very cool. I'm telling you, e-commerce is the way to go and it is the wave of the future. So very cool way to find out how um, how Shopify is uh, changing to be more globalized, right? Okay, if you guys are interested to know more about our upcoming shows, make sure you visit our Engage Company page on LinkedIn. You can find that. We have the rainbow colored cog and we are N-G-A-G-G-E. Check out our company page. Give us a follow because that's how you can find out more about future shows, show dates, show guests, and show times. Speaking of future shows, I'd love for you to join us back here next Thursday, October 21st at 2 p.m. Eastern. Our guest expert is Thomas Barta. He's a former McKinsey partner, author of the world's largest study of customer leadership, and he's going to be providing insights on breaking down silos between marketing, sales, and support, and why that is key to the growth of your company in 2021 and beyond. Join me next week for our next show. And of course, connect with me if you have any show topic ideas, or maybe you think you would make a great guest expert to join us for an episode of Digital Marketing Intelligence. We're going to be starting next week our new series, which is Digital Marketing Intelligence, specifically for startups. So if you'd like to be a guest on our show, drop me an email at marissa.m at engage.com. And of course, follow me as well on LinkedIn, The Marissa Morgan. On behalf of myself and the team at Engage, I want to thank you so much for joining us for another great episode and, of course, the finale of our four-part series with Colin Lepiscopo. I'll see you back here next week. Have a great rest of your week, and don't forget to check out Engage.com, N-G-A-G-G-E.com, for our free forever suite of premium communication tools to grow and optimize your customer experience. I'll see you guys all next week. Have a great rest of your day.